、えーはい、Second Pulse What do you guys know about that? For those, of course, with the,、uh, with the knowledge. I'm going to tell you what it is. If you don't know what five second pose is, you might be a casual fan. You might be. A very casual fan. Not as casual as us, but a little more casual. But yeah, this is the casual fan. It is. I am the guy, Chezza. El SASGMTM. He's the LGMTM? No. El SGMTM. I'm not、this. dressed up today, so it's not El Sasso. No. I'm dressed casually. Just casually on this casual day. GMTM. It's casual fan Wednesday. Suck. I'm lying because you don't really see this on Wednesdays. Actually, you do hear it on Wednesdays on Spotify, Google Play, all that shit. You can actually. I'll put it right away. so... You can actually see us anytime if you like, share, comment, subscribe, and hit the bell to stay notified. Definitely. All we've been doing is we've been putting up the. Cutting up the episodes and throw them up on YouTube.、Yep. So if you go to shotclubpodcast.com, you'll see all the, all the parts cut up. Yep. Every day. Every day, you get at least two to three videos. More content coming for you. Except the weekend, because, like, who the fuck is chilling on the weekend? Yo, we out, B. We're not chilling. We're busy. We're busy. Unless it's Sunday. Sundays. Or unless there's an event. That's true. We just happen to be on road. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But, anyways, so today, you know, we talk wrestling. We talk movies. A little bit of music. We get random. Yeah, yeah. So, without further ado, we will speak about wrestling. What do you want to talk about first? Because I know what I want to talk about first.、Um, so, basically, as you know, Raw and SmackDown passed.、Um, things to note on Raw was that Brock did not cash in. Which I predicted. See? He was very adamant about、uh, like, the, the, the seriousness of Paul Heyman, the seriousness of Stephanie McMahon. And I was like, yeah, this is definitely a work. But the way that they did it was Paul's like, so he came out and he beat, just crushed Seth Rollins.、Yeah. So when he came out, crushed Seth Rollins, Paul's like, yo, cash in. He's like, no. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, cash in. He's like, no, Friday. Friday. Super showdowns on Friday.、Yeah. So we'll see if that's what he means. Because I heard on a. Some podcast or video, they're like, Friday doesn't actually mean this Friday. Friday could mean the first SmackDown. Could be. Where he does it to Kofi. So he could either do it this Friday or he just means any Friday. Yeah. So、um, I like that angle though. If they continue where he doesn't cash in, but he just keeps going out and beating Seth's ass to the point where he's like, he gets Seth like paranoid, like、yeah. paranoid scared. Like Brock is coming on, he's like, you'll never know when I cash in. You'll just know I'm busting your ass. It's like,、um, which cartoon was that? Was that,、um, is that Family Guy? It's like, I'm going to punch you in the face, but you never know when. Oh, more than likely it was Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> more than likely that was Family Guy. Yeah, it was. It was, was、uh, it? Brian. Brian was going to punch Stewie in the face. Well, anyway. Oh, yeah. The yeah, whole yeah, episode yeah, is yeah, like,、yeah. you never know. <laughs> yeah, you barely, yeah. That could be. That could be. That would be a good angle. That'd be dope. I just knew that they weren't going to make him. There's no. To me, there was no way they were going to say, hey, Brock, you have to cash in. And then Brock was、yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But they're acting so weird like this cash in. Like, how many times has a money bank guy came out, almost cash, and didn't cash? I, and all of a sudden, that's against the rules. To me, the best cash ins are the build up. You know, backstage, you know, walk by you, hold the briefcase up. Yeah. 
Stuff like that. You can actually, the last best one I remember was Seth Rollins yeah. when he jumped into the Brock and Roman Reigns match and won his belt. I was yeah. like, that was a wicked cash in. Like, you do that, like, where it builds up, builds up, and then all of a sudden shit happens. Yeah. Like, the Baron Corbin was whack. The one that pissed me off was... Um, Ziggler had a good one, right? Ziggler did have Ziggler. a good one. Yeah. Because he, he held the briefcase for a while. Then he got fucking concussion. Yeah. He held the briefcase. He, yeah, he did it to um, Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. Won the heavyweight belt and got a concussion the next day. But a wicked one that I was pissed that he didn't win was Damien Sandow when he went against John Cena because he was busting Damien's. I mean, he was busting John Cena's ass. I just watched after I sent. Which one did which which interview did I send you today? Uh the Ryback. Okay, right after that, I watched the Sandow one. The same guy, uh, Chris Van Vliet. Okay, okay. Really okay. good interview, by the way. Um, but yeah, he talked about that. He talked about how, you know, he was pretty much open to his character doing whatever, yeah. like whatever they had written. He was, he's not he a was, wins loss. He was guy. the perfect guy. Cause they put him behind Miz as his thing. And he, he built the shit out of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like man, Damien Sandow was the dude. So his thing was, his thing was, they didn't give me a three month program or anything like that where they say, okay, well we're going to build it up for a yeah. minute. And it was kind of like, Hey, Super Bowl's up, you know, we need the ratings type of thing. But I gave it to him. But I like I like the build up. I like the I like the I can cash in on you anytime Anytime. I want for the next year. And you'll never know. Exactly. That's 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 my favorite. That's how it should go. So Brock not cashing in is a good thing. Yeah. But yeah. Um Another note on Raw was the new Bray Wyatt. Wowie. <laughs> Yowie, this wowie. one was good, man. Yo, do the muscle man dance. <laughs> do the muscle man dance. I, I, yo. I like how calculated all of these promos are. Yeah. yeah. You notice the name Everyone. of the doll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Huskis. Hus- Huskis. Huskis. Yeah. Yep. Throw back to his old name. But I saw something online where somebody... In wrestling and in the know, whatever he threw up the Husky Harris, and they're like, "Oh, is he gonna is he gonna make an appearance?" They're like, "Nah." He's like, "No, but you'll see." So I expected something Husky Harris. If I didn't see that, it would have been even better. Yeah. But that Huskus, and he's talking about, "Oh, they're gonna treat you like this." And I'm like, "Yo, he's really breaking down his whole his yeah. whole character." Yeah. Really good. Really good. I liked it. And then the um. And I like the fact that this one, they didn't rely on it being creepy. Yeah. scary yeah you just kind of got flashes of oh of like open your mind yeah Shit and like right that. back into it yeah. i was like yo that's dope and then the um confirmation that vince is the devil because <laughs> that had to pass vince's desk yeah and vince okayed it yeah so confirmation well he doesn't vince mcmahon is the devil he doesn't mind being the devil he At doesn't all. mind being the antagonist he wants you know if it brings in more viewers if it sells more merch he's like fuck it go ahead That's i mean this, is, this was a this was a guy that tagged with was it shane against Shawn michaels and god, god. yeah <laughs> so like yeah yeah vince isn't vince, <laughs> oh, spotlight <laughs> vince is not above or, or beneath these these uh type of angles he's not you know he really so is. i like i like the fact that um I like the fact that you didn't expect it. Yeah. You didn't expect to see a a Vince puppet. Yeah. At know? all. Didn't expect to see a, a Husky Harris. Husky Harris. Didn't expect to see a fucking dance. Yeah. With like, a song. Song and he's dancing. Like, 
It's like a, it's like, like an '80s music video. Yeah. So yeah, I liked I was it. Like whoa! I was like, yo, Bray, this is like very calculated. Truly, now it's like, do I want to see him actually wrestle or just do this? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be in, interesting to see how they transition from this to what he does in the ring. Right. Changing up, he he's probably gonna change up his move set. It's true. You know, entrance. Because um, there was one clip I saw on YouTube where the guy who designed the mask mm. was talking about how him and, and Bray had these long conversations. Right. Bray had all the ideas. He's like, this is what I want to do. This yeah. is how I want it to look. It's like, he is very much detail-oriented. Yeah. So, and there's, apparently there's a lot more that's going to come out. So, I'm looking forward to it, man. He's He's been, ever since he... Went from Husky Harris to Bray Wyatt. To me, he's been the most interesting since yeah. um, Cody Rhodes. When Cody Rhodes was doing... Uh, um, what does it mean? The, the mask? He did the or mask. The mustache. He did the mustache first. Okay. And then he got his face hurt. So yeah. he did the mask. And then he went to Stardust. To me, those were the two most interesting characters. Because yeah. they were willing to do something so different. Anything. They didn't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. And they were very detail-oriented. So... And true say they are both legacy kids. Yep. So they make they like they've been inserted it positive. They've been. Well, I'm not gonna change it. I'm not gonna show it now because you know. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Yeah. So they positive. they've been into the the whole system. So they know what's going on. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That that to me seems to be like the highlight. So what do you want next? Do you want to see him in the ring or continue with these? I don't know because. Remember we were talking about it oh, probably actually, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. We were talking about it a couple weeks ago. Um, do we want to see more promos? And you were like, no, I don't want to drag it out. Yeah. And I was like, I want to see a couple more. But it's like, now it's like you don't know where they're going to go with it. Because yeah. we thought for sure after the mask, that was it. He's going he straight to go, the ring. Exactly. He's going to start being like this demonic guy. But no. no. He kept with the fucking Mr. Rogers. And it's gone even... It's gone even like funnier. It's gone yeah, um, funnier, but he still keeps it lighter, creepy. Like. Yeah, it's but it's it it was really light. Yeah, and it got darker. Then it got really Red dark lighting. with the mask. Now it's light again. Yeah. So they're definitely keeping us guessing as to what they're doing. And hey, it's not predictable. So if you could choose, where would you like him to be reintroduced? It's more like it has to be. I don't know if it should be a Raw SmackDown or a pay-per-view. It's got to be a big pay-per-view. And the biggest pay-per-view that I could think of, SummerSlam. But that's not another, what, two months away? Two months away. They can actually continue. We'll say. Because they don't have to keep playing every week a new one. Every other week they could play a new one. Yeah, they could. And that's what? Another, what, say, four? Another four four or six something like that yeah depends on when they're when they're doing summer slimes usually late august right i believe mid, so yeah mid, late august so yeah, you google this real quick but i don't even like i would prefer it be a big pay-per-view but knowing them they might they I might forgot. just throw SummerSlam's us off in um toronto august 11th okay so it's early early i'm gonna have to look into tickets yeah. for real though because very well, it's gonna reintroduce possibly at SummerSlam. I gotta see it this. Sounds good. I gotta see this. Okay, it sounds good. SummerSlam, we're gonna work on that. 
Well, yeah. So we would definitely have to do interviews outside. August 11th. You'll see us. But, okay. So on the weekend, plus every other fucking day. So did you see the um, the Twitter? So the WWE Twitter dropped a video of Carmella and our truth at a golf course. <laughs> He's chilling. Out the blue, Jinder comes out, pops him, pins him, gets the belt, starts cheering, bum, bum, bum. Uh, turns around, truth pins him, re-pins him again. Gets the belt back. Okay. So then on Raw, he's hiding. Carmella, like the whole episode, is looking for our truth She can't find our truth Yeah. You saw that? So... Um, I might not have seen that one. Which So the match with Ricochet and... Um, Oh, was that the Cesar. lumberjack one? No, no, not a lumberjack. That's okay. actually SmackDown. Okay, so um, there was a match with Cesaro and um, Ricochet. Okay. Ricochet wins. Cesaro snaps, beats him up. He goes under the ring to pull out a table. He pulls out the table. Our truth is laying on it <laughs> because he was hiding under the ring the whole time, twenty four seven. So as he comes out, the like the back like comes out chasing him, and then he runs off. So um, yeah. And then on Raw, I mean on SmackDown, he was trying to apologize to Shane. He was like, yo, this belt is ruining my life. Like, <laughs> change the rules or whatever. So Shane put him in a freaking, put him in a lumberjack, a lumberjack match. So no one else could pin him but Elias. Elias pins him. Gets the belt. The whole yeah. kerfuffle happens. Bum, bum, bum. And I saw the end of SmackDown. Where Elias goes underneath. Um, underneath the, um, he, he goes to hide underneath the... Um, the ring, I and then our truth pins him under the ring and gets the belt back. No, okay, I might be a week behind then. Um, the one where Reigns uh, spears him. No, 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 that was last week. That was last that week. Was yeah. last week yeah. I'm a week. I'm a week behind. No, no. So um, Shane McMahon puts him in it, puts him in the match with Elias. Elias wins. Then he goes underneath the ring. Actually, on their Twitter, I believe they posted the video our truth underneath and gets it pins him gets the belt back runs out takes off again now i realized what i don't like about the 24 7 championship what's that because everything else i like about it here's oh, the problem when you're the champion there's no upside that's true you can't call anybody out defend them and pin them the whole time you're just not you're just trying not to get pinned. That's the only thing about the belt. That's all so it's what do you so do with true. it? <laughs> There's no upside. He's so right when he's like, "Yo, this shit is ruining my life." <laughs> he's like, "I wanted to be a champion, and now what? Like, fuck." What? But what do you do? That's funny. Okay, say say a person tries to pin you and you reverse it. Yeah. Even if you pin them, okay, you're the champion. You're if you champion, escape, you're the and champion. Now you're gonna run away. There's no upside. I guess you just try to go for the record. <laughs> have the longest. Like, that may they may have range. to implement that. Yeah. Like the record for who held the title the, the longest, longest yeah. and then at the end of the year do something like that. Mm. Because there really there really is no upside to being a or champion. Or gains them something at like one of the one of the four major ones, you know. Yeah. You're just a target. Yeah. The whole time you're Pretty just much. a target. That's it. There's there's nothing for you to benefit from being the champion. Hmm. And I could, actually, that would be a good twist to it. Say, like, you get to face the champion at Money in the Bank. 
So it's not a huge one. It's yeah. something that can pass over where he still loses, but at the same time, or you get it makes that belt so important to everybody. Not or you just get an automatic player. slot in the um, uh, what's it called? The the uh, hell not hell in the sound. I'm getting old. Um, uh, elimination elimination chamber. chamber. That's true. See, it gives them something, and then it gives everybody or, a reason to want it. Or gives you a better placement in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's true. Because Royal Rumble's at the top of the year. So at the end of the year, yeah. whoever held the title the longest for yeah. days, minutes, hours, you can go down to like the yeah. the second when you calculate all of them and then say, okay, well, you've earned spot number 30 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 27. I hate them giving away 30 because that's always that big surprise. But true, yeah. true. All right. So next, let's go through the Super Showdown so we can finish off with the John Moxley interview. Yeah. Uh, Super Showdown. Going back to the matches. Um, there's going to be a Universal title match. Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin versus Seth Rollins. Okay. Um, we didn't say that. So, who do you have? Baron Corbin? I have Seth Rollins. Uh, yeah, I'm going Seth. Okay. So, there's SR. Both you? Both yeah, of us? both of us. Yeah. Um, WWE title match Dolph Ziggler versus King Kofi Kingston we both said Kofi intercontinental title match Demon King Finn Balor and Andrade we both said Demon King one on three handicap match Lars Sullivan versus the Lucha House Party uh yeah Lars <laughs> <laughs> like come on see that, that that's a problem with WWE like you build the you. We know you're yeah. building him up to be the monster. Come on. All right. So the Undertaker versus Bill Goldberg. Uh, I believe we were split that's, on this. That's interesting. Did we? I said I Goldberg. You said. We both said. Goldberg. Oh, we both said Goldberg. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't. Because Undertaker's he he sold for what? Um, yeah. Him and him and Kane they sold for Triple H and yeah, and uh, and Shawn Michaels. But if this is going to be one match. I wouldn't be surprised if Goldberg won. I'm sticking with Goldberg. But Undertaker, that's a close one. Like, we were talking about that the last time. That's the one match where you're like, hmm. Yeah. Uh, Triple H, Randy Orton. We were split on that. I still say Randy Orton. You say Triple H will never let anyone beat him. Um, No, I didn't say that. (laughs) I'm just saying that, like, he kind of buries everybody. Pretty much. So... But Randy Orton is a WWE talent, he and is. he's been burying WCW talents, so maybe he lets this go. He's looked strong, though. He he hasn't put anybody over in a while. That's and true. But Randy's still an active wrestler. Like, they'll just, I don't know. He, I don't think... See, I want to say Triple H doesn't lose anything by losing, but you could say that with any case with him. So. That's true. I kind of have to stick with Triple H. All right. I'm still RKO. <laughs> All right. Braun, Storm, Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley. You said Lashley. I say Lashley. You I say Strowman. Strowman. It's probably going to be Strowman, but I got hope for you, Bobby. Uh, Roman against Shane. I said Roman. You still say Shane. I say Roman. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't want to bet against a big man. <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only answer I have. <laughs> All right. 50-man battle royal. We can kind of skip that. They haven't even announced all 50. We won't know all 50. Oh, they're just throwing everybody in yeah. there. Yeah. And then the kickoff pre-show, the Usos versus the Revival. Usos. You know, I give it to Revival. 
Revival's been teaming up with um, Shane, so I feel like Shane is trying to help him help them out. Okay. Might be giving them a little blight, you know. Okay. So yeah, that's Super Showdown. Um, I don't really expect anything from this show. I think it's like a glorified house show, yeah. truly. So as it should be. Yeah. As it should be. It's kind of like um, the NBA going to London. Yeah. Or, you know, like the NFL. Games, going, yeah. You know, they're just really spreading the product worldwide. That's all. Oh well, Super Showdown's on Friday. So yeah, you got predictions? Let us know below. Uh, we'll see who wins. Again, we still have no prize or prize for the winner or consolation prize for the loser. Don't figure something out. If you guys know anything or if you have any ideas, let and, us know. And make sure you let us know that you subscribed. Definitely. Yeah. All right. And really quick to end it. So, what you Dean think Ambrose, a.k.a. John Moxley, he's been on a tear. He went, spoke to Jericho, said his one two one two. Now he went to Wade Keller. Good um, interview. Yeah. Um, when it comes to this whole thing. Very CM Punk-esque. Yeah, it's just, it's, I find it weird. Like, the way that he's doing it, I don't know. Did you watch both of them, both parts? No, I only, only caught the first part. Like, the vibe I was catching off him was just, like, the way he's talking, like, oh, I couldn't wait to do this. It's like, it's poppy show to me. Like, it's kind of like fake to me like he just out there want to talk for the attention instead well, of just like like when punk did it it wasn't for attention he was pissed you know what i mean like when he talks about wwe he talks he said vince always liked me he talks about um he hated that like the shit that they made him do but outside of that he liked the company he ran out his, his contract as he did yeah and left well so it's like now he's just tearing down the whole company but in his defense and this is why I asked if you watch both of them because I just watched the second one today. The second one, he goes through great details uh, with the program between him and Brock, okay. and that was really like when I when I listen to that, I see what his gripe is. Yeah, because his thing was, this is this is the biggest match of my career. Yeah, I'm talking to WWE creative about it, yeah. and I'm kind of getting the runaround. I'm talking to Brock. He's completely disinterested because mm. it means nothing to him. Like yeah. he's not a wrestling guy. So it's like when he's like, he's saying to Brock, "I'll do any spot. Like I've got all these ideas. Like yeah, you." He was like, "I want to do the thumbtacks. Yeah, yeah. Like go that. ahead, throw me into the thumbtacks. I'll take any bump. Yeah. I just want to make this match great from beginning to end. Let's plan it out. Let's do this. Let's do that." And he just kind of got the running run around from everybody. So he was just like. I'm I'm here to make the product better. Yeah. Like I don't want to mail it in. Yeah. Brock is content with mailing it in. Like I'm not. Yeah. So I can see where he's like, I want to do all these things, but you're stifling me. This person's stifling me, and now I'm out of my contract, and I'm in a new company where people think like me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like now, one of the what's what's Cody Rhodes' official title with yeah. AEW? Executive Vice President. Okay. So he kind of runs shit, kind of, not yeah, yeah, yeah. completely, but. But so is Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. They're all executive vice presidents. On the wrestling side, I can go to these guys and say, "I want to do this." Yeah. Um. Let's shoot this promo. Yeah. They're like, "Okay, what do you think about that?" All right. Well, let's try it like this. Two minutes later, we have a promo. Right. I want to do this. I want. Let's shoot it like that. Two minutes later, we have another promo. He was like, 
within like 10 minutes we had three promos done yeah and i don't have to go through all the red tape and but that's his thing he he's I like just, i think the problem that um when wrestlers go to wwe they don't realize to go to wwe they, they tell you right away you're a sports entertainer yeah which means you're pretty much an actor right so it's like we're gonna go this story and you're supposed to do it i get that but when you have somebody who's willing to do shit don't stifle them but D- there's don't... so many like it's like there's a difference between aw and wwe because aw is new so they can do this shit because right. it's right now it's sink or float you know what i mean yeah so they're gonna do what they do and then make the changes down the line that they need to but still they do have a creative idea of what they want to do yeah so i think the way that aw does it they streamline it like this is like where we want to go yeah we want you over here doing this to this you figure what out you figure that shit out what you want to do to get there yeah and wwe is like because it became the freaking stock traded company it has to do it has to be like you know what i mean when wwe talks about competition they don't talk about wrestling companies they yeah talk about tv shows yeah so and and i understand that i just think that um i think that you can do so much more when the people who are carrying out what you're doing are that interested invested in it hmm. you know what i'm saying if yeah. i'm if i'm but i think it's that belief it's like it's like at my job like the people who are up top yeah are giving orders that don't make sense to the people who are on the front line. Yeah. And it's like, okay, if you listen to us, because we're here and we've been exactly. here for years, yeah. on, listen to our input, because yeah. we're day to day. Like, if you understood what you were saying, you would understand that it makes no sense exactly. on this level. So I just think that um, they could do a lot more with people like Ambrose, like, and we didn't even, I, I thought of it, but we didn't even get to... Um, uh, um, what's her name? The boss. Oh yeah, she yeah. put out a tweet. I'm and then get into it. No, we'll talk about her <laughs> next think, time. I think that's interesting because I think she's another person that she's just extra to me. She oh, of extra. course she's extra. Yeah, it's whatever. But you know. But um, love her same way. Nah, I was never really a fan of Sasha Banks, so I like Sasha. It's just always like, liked her. It's like whatever. It's whatever to me. Truly, I think she'll be back one day though. I think further so down the line, I think like, so too. She's like that, like when you hurt your girl, that one girl you hurt, yeah. so she does everything too. She sees you in the club, so she starts kissing and grinding that next guy, and you're like, "Bro, I didn't break up for you because I didn't like you. Yeah. We had to do this. Like, yeah. it still hurts." And she's like, "Oh well, I can do what I want. You broke up with me. You know what I mean? It's like that shit. Like, so she's going back to her old name, Mercedes. Yeah, I heard that they might actually like." push her as a new character there might be those rumblings that she might just come out as a new character but yeah we'll see oh yeah so that's wrestling we're gonna get to our next one the movies you know how we do all right so movies uh first on the list Dark Phoenix. I believe Dark Phoenix is coming out this Friday. Yep. Uh, so Emergency Awesome said they're going to have their non-spoiler review, um, I think, Thursday. Okay. Which is tomorrow for us, but, yeah. It'll probably be today for you guys, because I'm going to work on this. Well, yeah. So, 
what are your thoughts? Like, going through the trailers, I believe there's two different trailers. The first one gave away Mystique's death right away, like idiots. But anyway, <laughs> what are your thoughts? Um, well, just like just like Avengers Endgame, um, I think I think they give away even what we think is big plot points. Yeah. Because there's so much more. Um, even I just think that's a big moment. Like, it's kind of like the first time they did Dark Phoenix. If the even though we're we're like what the fuck they killed Cyclops right away. Well, that that could mean that. Imagine they did that in the trailer. That could mean that they're gonna swerve us on some new characters, possibly, or she doesn't really die, or she gets reincarnated or revived yeah. or whatever. Well, you never know. The Phoenix has powers, right? Yeah. But I hope it it does the comic book justice. I hope it does it better than the last one, and I hope it does the comic book justice. From a comic book fan standpoint, what do you expect? Because I n- I never read the comics. What do you think is po- from watching the trailer? Yeah. Where do you think they're going with it? The trailer, I don't think they're... I think it's going to be like a basic Phoenix movie. They brought in the girl to... What's her name? I can't remember her name, but she came... The actress who's playing the actual, like, uh, persona of the Phoenix. Kind of like, um, what's his name who played Ego? Okay, okay. Uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, yeah. Like him, they're using her as a way to have the Phoenix speaking to her without okay. having, like, this freaking CGI Phoenix speaking to her. Yeah. Okay. So... I hope that they dive into like the mental of how it goes, but I I want to know how close to the actual story, the comic book it goes. Because with the comic book, they there's a group called the Hellfire Club. Okay. And within that Hellfire Club, there's an inner circle. So it's kind of like a group of rich people, Masons, but the inner circle of the Masons are mutants. So they have their own type of school, like Charles Xavier. So they've been trying to get to Gene, but they have one guy who is like an illusionist, but the way his illusions work is when he does it, everything feels real to you. Like, you touch it, you can taste it, everything is real to you, so you're there. So he's like fucking with Jean, like bringing her back to like the 18th century, like they're like past lovers. Okay. So they end up bringing her into into their fold with the X-Men and the thing, and then they get the X-Men captured or whatever, whatever. But they bring her into the fold, and they pretty much like unlock the phoenix powers for her okay in a way so then no to a, like the phoenix is there and like they finally get her to cross over to their side be like the bad phoenix the dark phoenix so something happens where scott ends up dead or they believe he's dead scott she a, snaps such a mark <laughs> she snaps and she turns on him like the phoenix turns and that's when the phoenix just takes control yeah so it's like i hope the storyline something like that like it's not just her fighting with herself and then all of a sudden the phoenix comes i hope it's like they bring something in where it pushes her to that point where you know yeah but i don't know we'll see uh do you think it'll be good i think it will i think it will i think with x-men with the x-men movies They've been a little hit or miss. Right. Right? But um, they're not one of those franchises where I'm willing to count them out. It's true. They have too many characters. Um, Especially with them being able to be used in the MCU soon. No, especially. So I think with this last one being with, was it Sony? Uh, This is Fox. Fox. This is Fox. I think with this one being probably the 
Would it be the last one on Fox? Or do they still? Do I they believe still New have... Mutants. New Mutants. They're gonna. This is the last one they'll drop on Fox. Okay. But this is the last X Men. X Men. They'll drop on Fox. Yeah. But I think I think with them doing this and then going to the MCU soon, I think they're gonna go out pretty good. Oh, okay. Um, they did. Ha- uh, they did screenings. There was like the story that they did screenings and parts that were serious. They were laughing at. Like crowds were right, laughing at. Right. So they right. went back and did retapes. Yeah. They fixed up the story some so i heard about that yeah i think it was supposed to come out last year this time and they retooled it and now it's coming to pause yeah but i again x-men is one of those those series where i'm not willing to count them out fantastic four kind of checked out after silver surfer mm. you know so i was i'm, I'm waiting i had for high hopes to... for the one with um the latest one michael with, b jordan michael b jordan i was like even though you're not supposed to be Human Torch, you know what I mean. Like, after after Silver Surfer, I was like, nah, come on, I don't, but, I don't have any faith in. What they, they, they they'll do it right. MCU, they'll do it right. Even even with with Spider Man, it took me it took me for them to incorporate. Uh, I like Toby. Toby Maguire was fine. no. I mean, after the third one, the third one was kind of like, uh, and then even oh, when they Andrew Garfield. No, but what I'm saying is, when they did the third one. The third uh, Tobey Maguire one. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was why. I was like, once they went back to... Um, not went back. W- once they went back to the well and they rebooted it and had yeah. Andrew Garfield, I was kind of like, I don't know if I want to... Right. I don't know if I want to go there with no, you guys. that's true. Because uh, <laughs> that third one and he's dancing down the street. Yeah. I said, like, I want all the blood kindness. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that shit was the, funny as fuck. The way they made fun of that shit in... Um, uh, Spider-Verse. No, no, no. Do you watch um, How It Should Have Ended? The yeah, cartoons? Yeah, 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 yeah. The way they made fun of that. And that's one of the reasons why I, wa- I started watching that. Because I was like, okay, they clown that. Yeah. They're willing to clown anything. So, um, but yeah, that third Spider-Man was just... It was trash. It took it, it left a really, really, it was really bad taste. Like, it was excited because you're like, oh, Venom, finally. And the way they did it. Fuck. Venom, Sandman. It all. It yeah. all. Just all. All of it. But yeah, so, so but, but X Men, X Men, um, I'm willing to give them another shot. So yeah, um, would you out of five shots, what would you give it, or what do you predict? I'm predicting a strong four. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna stick to my three and a half. Three, three shots and a Chesa. <laughs> All right. So next movie we watch the trailer uh, is Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, that shit looked crazy. Um, I, I, I want this to be a success because I want to see what Tyrese is going to say. After. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, no, I think it's, I think it's a dope spinoff. Yeah, it is. Um, I've, I, I really checked out of Fast and Furious. A long time long ago. time ago. A long time ago. I think this is going to be interesting. I think I checked out when Bow Wow did it. Bow Wow and Jaw Rule. I think with Jaw Rule, one of them. Tokyo Drift? Yeah. I was like, I'm done. I'm no, done. I, I I stayed on for a bit. I didn't. I was done. Um, what's the one where they were um. They were, they were driving out of the helicopter. Not the helicopters. The the, the big the, plane. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that and I was just like, no, okay. I was like, <laughs> you guys, done. you guys are doing way too. When you got cars, coming out of planes, out of the yeah. sky. Nah, you guys yeah, are doing too much. You're now. gone too far. Um, <laughs> actually. The last one I saw 
um, in the in the theater. <laughs> I actually only saw it because my girlfriend at the time wanted to see it. Um, was the one where there's two buildings. They drive one car out of one building, jump out of it through the glass, yes. and successfully land in the other one. And I'm there just like, I can't believe you wanted to watch this. It's true. I just, just no, no. Just just no. There's only so much you can do with cars. There's really <laughs> only so They've much you can do with everything cars. Come on. With cars. So with Hobbs and Shaw, do you expect that type of fucker? Yes. We just... We, it's well, true. But the only reason I want to watch it is because comedically, yeah, those two look really, really funny together. It's yeah, it's true. Just, the, just that whole scene where they're fighting the guys in the two sides. Yeah. Every scene. Even there was another scene from, um, I think it's the first trailer, with the elevator where the rock's like, we're going to go down this way. Yeah. And he's like, on the count of three. Yeah, yeah. He's at three and he jumps out and he's like, what the fuck? And the guy walks over and uh, Jason Statham goes into the elevator and looks at him and is like, hey, what's up? Yeah. So he's fighting people on the side of the fucking building and he's swinging and Statham's like, how you doing? Yeah. And he starts banging the guy's face into the, yeah. I'm like, between those yeah. two, I'm like, it's going to be funny. And Idris Elba looks like a dope uh, villain. Yeah. Yeah. So Black Superman slash Thanos. Yeah. Trying to wipe out half the half the population. Yeah, what is it with, <laughs> with these villains that just want half of the population gone? Remember, remember when villains How did they wanted every, that. Remember when villains wanted everybody gone? They <laughs> want the, the whole planet. Like after they release whatever they fucking release, how do they know half is gone? Are they gonna line everybody up? And if there's only like a quarter, do they get mad? Do they start shooting everybody else? <laughs> it's like, what if only ten people die? Shit, <laughs> it didn't work like I thought it would. <laughs> yeah but um yeah it it's it's enough of a change for me to want to see it right and the big joke for me this whole thing going back to tyrese is that the part where <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw when rocket goes to jay statham like we need cars i'm like okay so they're gonna bring back the the, the fast and furious family we're gonna go to my family his family Fast and Furious? Nah. nah. <laughs> nah he's going to the Isle of Samoa. He went to the Samoan Islands and, yeah. got, his, and got Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> and so and cool. you know what? That would have been a perfect swerve if the whole thing with him and Tyrese, that could have thrown everybody off. That's true. And then, nah, we're bringing the old cast back. And then you launch from there. You, no, launch you know, into Tyrese, Tyrese's next video is going to talk about, like, my videos made him do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's not doing that shit. Fuck that. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, we're not live yet. I'm just gonna fuck with the camera all together. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Jeez. That's how I do something. Well, yeah. Speaking of cameos and bringing the whole family back. I know, right? But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so Hobbs and Shaw looks crazy. It looks dope. Uh, I'll probably watch it. Sure. I I actually wouldn't mind seeing that in the theater. Out of five shots, what would you? Predict? I'm going. Um, I'm not gonna give him too much praise. I'm going. Three shots. Okay. I'm going three shots because I don't want to go too high with my expectations. There's going to be a lot of fuckery in there. Uh... Seeing well, seeing The Rock. Yeah, there it is. Seeing The, <laughs> seeing the Rock trying to pull a, a Captain America with the, with the, <laughs> the, the helicopter. Yeah. No. Two cars and a rock will bring down a helicopter. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> and yeah, I give it. Story-wise, I bet it's going to be like a 2.5, like two and a half yeah, shots. It's going like, to be something. It's not going to be crazy, but it'll be entertaining. It's going to be entertaining. Like, if you love high action, 
explosions. It's a, it's one jump of those in, like it, shit you don't want to believe that can actually happen. You're gonna suspend your disbelief. You have to. This is the movie to do it. You have to go in to the movie saying, "I'm not gonna give this too much thought." Yeah, it's really just a visual. Just let loose like yeah. porn. <laughs> it's a uh, visual porn. Well, all porn is visual. It's a. I would hope so. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but so. Stick it I to, don't even think about where they could go with porn if it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So keeping this wrestling theme, we had Rock and Roman Reigns last one. Stuber. We're gonna talk about Batista's newest. Yeah, Stuber. Well, Batista has two. Well, he has my spy and Stuber. He has, um, well, he has the other one too. Your um, the Ip, yeah. the Ip Man Z. Yeah. It's a little yeah, later, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah, yeah. later this year. But so with Stuber, what did you think of the trailer? It looks hilarious. I would definitely go see that in the movies. Shit was dope. If you guys haven't seen it, Stuber is uh, it's Batista. He's a, playing a LAPD cop. He jumps in an Uber. And what's homeboy's name from... Um, that's homeboy from uh, um, White Castle, right? No, that that's not Kumar. That's, that's not Kumar. No, 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 no. Oh, that Those, sounds bad. That's not, can we edit that out? They all that's, look alike. That, that sounds bad. No. <laughs> Where do I know him from then? I know him from somewhere. I believe he actually played a cab driver on another show. Deadpool, I believe. I believe it's the Deadpool one. I wanted to think that at first. I think it's him. Okay. But yeah, so... I have to do my Googles on that one. He plays an LAPD cop, gets in the Uber. We don't know what happened to his own car. Or if but, he had his own Or if he had his own car. But he's using an Uber, and then hijinks ensue. Um, check out the... You, you gotta go check out that trailer but yeah that shit is crazy and just to see Batista act, acting like that but what we've seen okay what movie from Batista have we seen so far that hasn't had a heavy comedic, comedic influence even the other one the it's true. Uh, My Spy no I think he or it might not have come out yet but I believe there was one very serious I think it's called like Final Score or something I'm not sure if it came out or not there's an action one where he's like one. in a He's like in a closed space, and there's a a serious fight scene. Mm, I'm not sure which one. That it's is. it's like he, there's there's a trailer. Now that I'm thinking about it, there's a trailer. I can't remember what it's called, but in the trailer, it's like a two minute fight scene, mm. and they're like stuck in this elevator, and it's a really close combat uh, scene. Oh, I have to look that up. Well, Bautista yeah. is doing hey. work, bro. He's out there doing work. Hey, that Guardians of the Galaxy really. Got him some really yeah. good placements. And he did such a great job. Um, it's an action flick. He does comedy in it. And so, all of them. Like, all of them are comedies. Like, all of them have that but that's comedic what I'm saying. touch that to it. That one shows what he can do yeah. in those situations. And I think I think we're really seeing the, the fruits of... Even the other one, My Spy. Yeah. And that one looks That one looks, it's, it looks like... It actually, it, it reminds me like in a, the vein of, um, like, the Triple H. Um, what was it called? Chaperone, the chaperone, the <laughs> the rock. He was um. Who was it that distant was? Oh, it was Punk. Oh yeah, yeah. He was yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, uh, I want my own movie. We'll call it Chaperone Five, but it'll be funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then what was the rocks? Something like fairy or something. Yeah, it was um, the tooth fairy. The tooth, yeah, tooth fairy. Yeah. So it's like I feel like this is that, but it, I don't feel that corniness to it. Well. This and is not his to, that, but not that corniness. Not to diss the WWE's films, but it's a little... Were those both WWE? Chaperone not was. The chap, 
was the chaperone? I believe chaperone. Yeah, was the chaperone was. I'm yeah. thinking of Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy was. No. Tooth Fairy was its own. I believe it's probably like a Disney show or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. So it's like. Mm, it looks. It looks better than those. Yeah. But it also looks like, for me personally, it looks like a Sunday afternoon cable flick. Something to chill. Yeah. You know. That's. Uh, you know what. I might break Definitely a date movie. Yeah. I would go to the theaters if it was a date movie. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, my youngest daughter wouldn't care for it. My oldest daughter probably wouldn't care for it either. Because she's probably too old for that. Like, if you have like a 10, 10, 11, 12 year old, probably rock out. But yeah. It's not much we can say about Batista. Like, he's doing it, man. He's doing his thing. I'm not mad at it. I'm, I'm really, I'm really proud Stuber, of my spy. I'm really proud of the the WWE stars that are able to transition well into Hollywood. Right. Like, cause there was a time where it was just like your magic Hogan, oh, Hogan or oh. um, Piper. Piper. Yeah, Piper. <laughs> um, uh, the only one that I can say back when that did a really good job in a really good movie was Andre the Giant. What movie was he in? Oh, he he actually played like a giant, didn't he? Yeah. I'll give you a second. It's uh, one of my favorite movies, actually. I can't remember the name of it, but... It is called uh, The Princess Bride. Yes, 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 yes. And um, dope movie. He yeah. did really well. And actually, when you, there was interviews, um, I think they did a cast reunion maybe a year or two ago. Right. And they were talking about how, how great Andre was. He was like, he was the gentle giant. Oh, he yeah. showed up. You know, he was funny, all that stuff. So he's like the only one that I can remember back when that had a good role. He was praised for it. It was yeah. a good movie. It was all positive. Um, but even like some of The Rock's earlier stuff wasn't wasn't that great. Maybe really? The Mummy was all right. No. Scorpion it wasn't, King, that was the one they yeah. diss him on all the time. It wasn't... Because all the CGI and all that bullshit. Yeah, the CGI was horrible. But that's like 2001. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So well, that was wasn't his fault. Then. It was shitty for then as well. Yeah. It wasn't his fault. But he's he's definitely taken on roles that have gotten better over the years. And he's only gotten better as an actor. But well, what's his name's the next guy trying to do it? John Cena. I saw John him in Cena the Transformers has... movie just yesterday. So yeah. I was like, meh. He, he was okay. good. You know what? I didn't particularly like the Amy Schumer movie that he was in. Well, I liked actually. I liked his his role was, was that cool. when he was in the um the movie theater. He's in the yes, movie yes, theater. yes, 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 yes. He was good in that one. It was it was an alright movie. Yeah. It wasn't great, but his role for what he did it was a good. It was job. pretty good. Yeah, it was a good job. Yeah. Um, what other movie you do? Um, oh, he was alright. Well, he was in one of the Marines. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he did a camp. Well, I want to say it's a cameo. He was more in the second one. It was um the one with um. Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, the stepdad or something like that. Okay, yeah, that one. But he was the other dad. Yes, he, he played the cameo in that. But then he actually and he was he was good in that. He has great timing. Yeah, yeah. It's not the Rock. That's why people love him. Like, yeah. That's why like people like, I see that he is popular within yeah, the Hollywood community because he has wicked timing and he's yeah. a big guy. Yeah. It's like that Terry Crews like syndrome. It's like you're big and you're funny, wicked. We can put you in anything. Yeah, he's he's one of those guys that you can bank on. Yeah, and given the right role, getting given the right director and movie. So yeah, he's in the MCU. 
what character would you would you give him? Not one that's already taken. I I was gonna say Colossus, mm, but I don't sense. know if he could put off, pull off the accent. That's true. Um, oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Where would you know what? We will come back to that question next week. Straight. So let's write that. We'll John write that Cena. one down. If he was in the MCU, who would he be? Havoc. This guy. All right. So yeah, you want to give us an answer? Say it in the comments. Don't be this guy and scream out stuff because we won't hear you. Or we could put a little clip on IG and you can comment there. That too. So actually, we'll put this. I'll cut this up. Put it on IG. Uh, when you're on IG seeing this at Shot Club that's what I did on. boom at Shot Club but yeah so yeah let us know if John Cena was in the MCU which he- hero or villain would you choose him to be Peter Pan random section so topic for today who or what the bomb are the best crossovers. So, I'm watching the ESPN uh, YouTube channel, and Stephen A. Smith and Tim Hardaway Sr. are going back and forth about the best crossovers. Who had the best crossovers? Um, Stephen A. Smith had, I believe, at five, he had... I want to say Jamal Crawford, but I think Jamal Crawford was number four. Stephen A. Smith said that? Yeah. Um, oh, so he had Isaiah Thomas okay. at number five. Jamal Crawford was at number four. He had... Um, ooh, who was at number three? I can't remember who was at number three. And then he had Tim Hardaway. Shamgod. No, no, no. Shamgod. Shamgod didn't make the NBA, did he? Yeah, me. He did? Okay. Yeah. Ooh, God, Shamgod. Shamgod was in there. Okay. But he wasn't in the top five, though. Um, he got a lot of carrying calls because of this. Yeah, and that was something Tim Hardaway Sr. threw a little shade at Iverson because Stephen A. had Iverson at number one. Yeah, but Tim Hardaway can't say much because he's carrying too. Uh, not as much as not Iverson. really. Iverson's, Iverson's was more. It was. It was like look. Hardaway seniors. Actually, if you have to talk, let's come on this side because we're know. using the, the the dynamic one, so it only catches what's in front what of it. Hardaway seniors crossover. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hardaway cross. Hardaway seniors crossover. Um, seems slow to me. And maybe because it was an earlier incarnation of the crossover but it just seems slow because I could put Shamgod Skip Iverson well we're, we're about to do that we're about to do that we're, we're gonna go through what they had cause cause the only change up they had on theirs was Tim Hardaway Senior who wanted to be number one and come on and be number one and um well then he got um hey look look who signed in yeah, I'll just um, stuff. <laughs> but yeah, um, he had he had himself at number one, then Isaiah Thomas, then Iverson. I think he wasn't across the line. No, I would say 
Well, let's start with the know. NBA. Let's start with who you have as the best NBA crossovers. Hey, the best NBA crossover to me is Iverson. Iverson's okay. the best NBA crossover. Okay. Um, second, I'd give Tim Hardaway. Because his one-two, boom, it was quick. Let I'm surprised go. they didn't have Stephon Marbury in there. I'm not. Uh, no, I'm not surprised. Marbury, not had, five. Marbury had a wicked... I'd put him low. Like, like no. five. Not top five. Um, who else? I wouldn't even put Isaiah Thomas in there. <coughs> Isaiah Thomas Isaiah had a... Thomas. They said... They had Isaiah <coughs> Thomas in there. No. I still say God, Sham God. Sham God? Yeah. Rafer Austin. Max, what's up? Rafer, yeah. Rafer. They didn't have Rafer in there. Um, they don't. They also probably don't respect those guys because they, they're street ballers first. Jason yeah, Williams. Sit here, bud. No. <laughs> Jason Williams. Ooh. Yeah. White chocolate. Yeah. White chocolate had a wicked crossover. Yeah, he did. Oh my gosh. Um, who else? So Tim Hardaway, Iverson, Rafer. Sham God and White Chocolate. Um, when they say I really didn't take notice to um, Isaiah Thomas's crossover, so I can't really speak on that. I didn't either, but again, he was Isaiah Thomas came into the league what eighty? Yeah. So he's er he's really early, and the crossover wasn't really something like you just had ball handles. They they didn't really quantify it I guess or, or really categorize it at the time um, who else would I put in in, in that uh, I'm about to watch class. his crossover right now um, if you guys have any suggestions let us know who you think uh, in the NBA had the best crossovers this is Isaiah. I'm not moving Iverson from number one I don't see a reason to this is the wrong Isaiah Thomas <laughs> you, gotta put, you gotta be specific now. You gotta put your spelling. Or you just gotta say Detroit. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas, uh, Pistons. Okay, let's see. Michael Jordan defense on Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah did 12 assists in the game, but not because of Jordan's defense. Let's take a quick look at how he got those assists. Dumars. It's like that guy. Dumars. Dumars, one of the best defenders ever. He was going just chill. Yeah. I want to say stoic. Stoic is a good word that doesn't get used often. He's just always, like, relaxed. Okay. This is just him getting assists. Who else? Who else had some dope crossovers, man? I feel like I feel like all of us are drawing blanks. I think, I think in a casual conversation, line, we can all... Like, who was it? Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving was in there. Sorry. Kyrie Irving was probably... I think Kyrie Irving was number five. Crawford was... What about James Harden? I still... No. James no, Harden no. Kyrie Irving was... All the time. Kyrie Irving was third. Kyrie Irving was third. I He's got a crossover. Yeah. Not a top Jamal five. Crawford. That's that's. But that's what I'm saying. Like, who are you giving the the five to? Because we're all drawing blanks right like, now. Like for sure, Iverson, Iverson is in it. For sure, Iverson Paul is in Rayford, it. Shamgod, uh, Tim Hardaway. Who did Shamgod play for though? Mm. Was it the Wizards? They weren't the Wizards though. They the couldn't Lowe's. have been the Wizards. 
Because Shamgard was like... I can't remember. I gotta look that up. Um, I don't remember him being in the league. It was like a Mark year, Jackson bro. Mark Jackson has a better crossover than Yeah. Than... Watched in Wizards during the 97-98. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mark Jackson has a better... Wait, they uh, were the Wizards in 97-98? In yeah. Or were they the Bullets? Wizards. You know Mark Jackson has a better crossover than, than, um, than Sark Crawford. Okay. I'm not going to argue that. Or even White Chocolate. Again, that's another one. White yeah, Chocolate, White chocolate say, definitely yeah. should have been in the top three. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. like, a lot of... Okay, I can credit Tim Hardaway for popularizing the crossover. I don't think it was a great crossover. I don't think it was, like, better than the guys who revolutionized it. Mm. Okay. This is Jamal Crawford. Yeah. He has a cross. Yeah. Okay. We get it. Because he does that behind the back. Yeah. The behind the back crossover. Yeah. Mm. Gone. Gone. He said dummy. A little, little stutter he said, step. Dummy. Come here. No. Yeah, big dummy. What a scunt. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Jamal Crawford does have a wicked crossover. Yeah. He's real quick. And he's still able to draw contact, too. And the dude can shoot. Like a motherfucker. That's like Rose's favorite player. All-time leader in four-point plays? Mm, mm. That guy was hurt. Why are you on the ground, bro? Get up. Oh, both twice behind the back. My man's tripping. That was that was a hard uh, pick. Watch though. this. Doom, Mm-mm. doom, Mm-mm. come back, come back, doom, doom. You too. What? Okay, Jamal Crawford is in the conversation. I'm not mad. Yeah. I am not mad at that. I don't know if he's top five though. Ah, top yeah, ten. That's true. Definitely. Let me see. If you add, if you add white chocolate, Ray for Austin. God, sham God, then you, I don't think you can put him, and you have Kyrie there too. The God, sham God. It's like the, um. That one's a good clip, um, where they're talking about it, this one right here. Oh, that's handles in history? Yeah. I don't have the volume on. Um. Shotclubpodcast.com, like, share, comment, subscribe, hit the bell to stay notified. All new content from us. From uh, this series, the casual fan oh. on YouTube regularly. Look at this. This crossover is so nice. Mm-mm. They call it the best Sham God crossovers of all time. Yeah, they're doing his crossover. Yep. Well, so, he he really revolutionized it. When this he was the next incarnation of the the crossover. When mm, are, this kid, are, mm, when are copying what you're doing. Yes. On court, on yeah. How you not gonna put him at number one? It's between him and Iverson. Well, I wouldn't expect Stephen A. and Tim Hardaway, especially. I wouldn't get, uh, expect Tim Hardaway to give him the, those props because he wanted he wanted to be number one. That's true. But they also don't, don't and like, they don't try the street balls. And it was the the look that he gave Stephen A. Like, how am I not number one? Right. What? He still has that mentality. Like, you're a baller. You got to do it. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm. I can still get on the court and roast y'all. You know. Let me see. Let's double it up. Double, double your refreshment. Double, double. You might be seeing us two times, but 
Deuces. In a way. In a way, it's a way. But yeah. So, Iverson. So, who you, who you got five? Who's All your right. top five? Iverson, Shamgod. Um, <laughs> Judy, you're over there now. What up, TJ? Iverson. TJ, what's happening? Shamgod. Um, Tim Hardaway. Um, I'll give Jamal Crawford because that was wicked. Jamal Crawford and um, White Chocolate. Okay. So I'm five. going. I'm going. Iverson. What up? What up? What up? Ray for Austin. Interesting. Kyrie Irving. Okay. God Sham God. Kyrie's and, is nice. And um, wait, what do you want to say? Um, wait, Iverson. Kyrie. God Sham God. White chocolate. And I'm going to go, um, I feel like there's somebody I'm missing. I feel like there's somebody. Tim Hardaway. No, I'm not kidding. I'm not putting Tim Hardaway in the top five. Tim Hardaway's I top can't... five crossover. I might have missed him. He should have been in my it. top five, though. I can't do he it. He is top five crossover. Who? Hardaway? Hardaway's crossover wasn't like something like crazy. Like, you're like, oh, out here, there, there, there. But it was so quick. I, f- by I you. feel like there's. Da-doom. I feel like there's somebody all and everybody right. knew it was coming yeah. and I feel like, still did it. I think his I don't think his crossover is the thing. It's his first step that gets you. I yeah. think I think there's somebody that all three of us are overlooking. That's like known. That's right like that's hiding in plain sight. Penny. No. Who is um Stefan Marbury's cousin? I know his name too. He was nice as hell too. I'll figure that out later. But yeah. I don't know. But top crossover, I give it to Iverson. That's just Yeah. I I, I can't see I can't that. see you like naming someone other than Iverson in the number one spot. He's given too many highlights. Yeah. Scotcho, what's up? What up, Scotcho? Scotcho. Quick question. Who are your top five crossovers? Who are your top five crossovers? Oh, we're watching that too. It's right there. The game is on. Oh, we're watching. We're watching. We're watching too. We should be doing live reactions. But yeah, who is your top five crossovers? Uh, we had Iverson. Um, did he say it twice? Oh, no. It's just whatever. Iverson. I have Tim Hardaway. Um... White Chocolate, God Sham God, and Jamal Crawford. Miss oh. Sweets, what up? Oh, yeah. Or who do you think has... Well, the best crossover it seems like the easiest question because it's like Iverson. Like Iverson. And do you distinguish handles from crossovers? Because I, I kind of want to say Steph should be in the top ten. If we're adding handles, or are we just distinguishing the two? It's the crossover mostly, yeah. Mostly crossover, because yeah. I've seen I've you seen gotta cross someone over. I've you? seen Steph like dribble his way out of situations. Oh, he can dribble. You know what I'm saying? Like, what up, Miss Sweets? Uh, Scotcho said Iverson for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, number one. None. The three of us all have. Oh, he said Penny. That's true. Solomon yeah. said Penny. That's true. I'm not opposed to it. 
Um, Grant Hill had a dope crossover. He did, but he, for a big for a nah, big man, that, just just like just like Penny for a like big man. Question, is it you, crossover or first magic? first step? Did Magic have a wicked crossover? Mm. I'm not sure if Magic had Magic a had handles. Yeah. I don't know if he had a crossover. Handles for sure. Um, Kobe. I want to say Jason Kidd. Kobe. Kobe Jordan. Was Kobe known for his? I don't think crossover. Jordan's not known for his crossover. Not Jordan. Like Jordan was Jordan, just a scoring Jordan, machine. Jordan, Jordan was like can dribble. That one-two dribble, boom, shoot. But I don't one, know. One-two, or he's in the hole. Like he was always quick. But it wasn't like he's gonna ha- have the ball in his hand, dribble it, dribble it, dribble it, cross you over and go. He was never that guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I see. Yours keeps pausing. That's Who what had the best center finish? For handles, yeah. Who had the best center finish? Yeah. Like Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem Olajuwon is the most versatile center of all time. Oh, what was you the may question? not say he's the best center of all time, but he was the or the most dominant. True, Scotcho. Uh, to be honest, I don't think anybody can top Iverson. Not no, at all. He's number no. one. Like, no. That's why you try to do a top five. That's why you try to do a top five. Just if you're to have the conversation. If you're going to say who can do a better crossover than Iverson, you would have to go to street ball. Yep. You would have to go to hot sauce. hot sauce. And I don't think I could put anybody past hot sauce. Nope. The white boy's good. What's um, The professor, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. No one is better than hot sauce. The professor, maybe. No one's better than hot sauce. I'm just doing. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Hot hot sauce here, professors here, and everybody else. No, not that far down. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Because professor, he's better. He's no, no. He's better, but not that. Not that. Still doing shit that hot sauce was doing. He was an innovator, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I wouldn't put Sham God in the NBA crossover. I would put him more with the street guys. You know what I'm saying? That's where you could really see because especially at that time, Sham God's probably getting called for for travel. Um, what up, guys? What up, Bruce? What up, Sapphire? We're talking about the best crossovers right now. Who's got the best crossovers in the NBA all time? Iverson is no question. So we're not gonna question about that. But yeah, that's what we're talking about right he's, now. He's plus we're watching Iverson, the Raptors game. Iverson I hope is, all you guys are tuned in the Raptors game. I know you guys are watching the game. We're watching it too. Go Raps, go. Um, but Iverson is top two, and he's not two. No. So. Cool, Beyonce. <laughs> uh, well, oh, how? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely Tim Hardaway. Definitely. That's what I said. Tim Hardaway. Well, Tim Hardaway, that was, that was kind of the spark of the conversation because Tim Hardaway Sr. and Stephen A. Smith were on ESPN uh, debating the top five. So um, he definitely did. He said he had a dirty crossover. He did. It was Ooh. a it was a nice quick crossover. Ooh. Tim Hardaway. I don't think it was. It wasn't quick, though. It wasn't like he showmanship, had, okay. but it was just. I'll put it like this. Done. It was quick I'll put it like this. To, it was quick enough for him to two steps away from people after that one cross. Yeah. I'll put it like this. It's like, Tim Hardaway to doom, and you knew that was his crossover, and still he always got you. Nope. Tim Hardaway had the best crossover. For the time in the NBA he was in, where you didn't get called for traveling, he was great at masking it. And a lot of guys like Sham God, Rafer Alston, uh, White Chocolate, they didn't get away with that. Iverson. Iverson. Changed the rule for Iverson. That's why he had to start. What's it called? His hands were so big, it looked like he was palming it. So they changed the rule to make it look yeah. like he was holding it. They'd call holding on him yeah. or whatever, carrying. So he he brought it down lower so he can do it. 
Iverson was wicked. Yeah. Can't talk about that. Yo, the Iverson crossover all day. What up, bud? Who knows how to do the Iverson crossover? Me. Uh-uh. Come on. You know like... how to do the Iverson crossover? I'm Bro. not, I'm not well, going to attempt to know how to do it. How many Iverson crossovers do you know how to do? All of them? Or just the basic one. Oh, there's one, one. There's one. The one. There's one. There's one we gross. forgot. There there gross. Gross. Yep. Yeah, it's that's one true. where you, the, you, this when you cross the ball behind you, you kind of spin. Yeah. Bro, the best fucking crossover in the world. But How we, are you going to sit there and and spin on people with the ball still sitting behind you and man's never like, what do I do? What do I do? Well, we were just watching the <laughs> um, Jamal Crawford one. Yeah. And most of his cross- crossovers behind the back. were by, behind the back. So, yeah. yo, one time in high school, this one guy, wicked crossover against our team. I think it was either Otto or our Toronto team. Yeah. But the guy looked like Ray Allen, and he was quiet like him. So our guy was defending him. He was in front of him. And the guy did this back, crossed over behind him, turned around. Oh, no. He turned around. We forgot another one. Crossed behind him, turned back, crossed him over. Man was still like this. Didn't move. He was just like this. The guy went in, dunked it, and he was still like this. I was like, yo, we our whole bench jumped up. We're like, yo, our coach screamed at us. Like, you can't be cheering for the other team. We're like, did you see that, though? Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. forgot yeah. another We forgot another really good one. Definitely. Underrated, too. Sorry, before that. He said Tim was the crossover god, bro. He was good, but he's I'll, not number I'll, one. I'll give, I'll give, him, number I'll one. give him his props for what he's he, number two. I'll give, him, I'll give Tim Hardaway Sr. his props for innovating in the NBA. But I don't think it was... If you, if you put it against... It's kind of like rap, right? Yeah. Melly Mel was, is one of the greatest MCs ever. But you're not going to put Melly Mel up against Pharrell Munch. Yeah. You're not doing that. There's an elevation at some point yeah. where what you did at that point was great. But what's happening now is a lot different. But one, one I will say that we all overlooked that was criminally underrated, Mike Bibby. Mm. Mike Bibby had a dope crossover. Mm. See, I was just thinking about. They, I saw like a thirty for thirty on someone who, who, like. I'm not saying. Over with the Euro stuff. I can't remember their name. I'd give the credit, the accolades, and whatever that you're giving to that guy, and I don't know his name before Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby was dope. He was good. What about McGrady? Mike Bibby, um, McGrady was cool. What about Larry Hughes? What about Larry Hughes? Larry Hughes had a good crossover. Not groundbreaking, not anything to write home about, but right. yeah. Dwayne Wade? Yeah. Or is he just quick? He's quick. He's fast. He's fast. That's why his name's Flash. Yeah. Like, he's fast. What else? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's. Oh, yeah. Number one is always Iverson. That's just how it's going to go. There's no that's debate in that. Be. So, uh, Tim Hardaway, number two. That's debatable. That's very debatable. I'm putting I'm putting white chocolate over Tim Hardaway. I'm not. Sorry. I'll give white chocolate fight, number five. Fight me. Number five. But yeah. Well yeah, so that's another episode. The casual fan. And you can find uh Oscar just said I've seen Steven Nash pull a nice crossover. That's true too. Yeah. No, but I would put yeah. Nash more in handles than I would for crossovers. That's true. Yeah, that makes sense. Because he, he dribbled the fuck out of everybody. Alright. Well yeah. We're gonna get back to this Raptors game, so as you should, um, Scott but, Joe, you already know. But uh, the YouTube.com 
Uh, so, yeah. Go to shotclubpodcast.com. <laughs> like, share, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell to stay notified. We will have casual fan clips uh, on a regular basis on the, the, the website. So make sure you guys check that out. Hit the subscribe button. We're trying to get them them subscriptions. And the numbers out. up. Yo, they're coming in bit by bit. But we went from like 116 to 120 this week. So progress. And we, growth. we appreciate everybody that's been uh, subscribing. Um, social media, at Shot Club Podcast. Follow us. And stay tuned because we're dropping content. And we got a dope episode of Shot Club this Sunday. So and oh, it's true. Tuned. Remember. Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. You'll find the Shot Club Podcast, and you will find the Casual Fan Podcast. 